John Brandian, professional comedian for more than 30 years. And I'm Amanda McKinney, John's daughter for more than 30 years. Our family believes laughing is a learned behavior, and we want to teach you how we do it. So welcome to the kitchen table of the comedian next door. Am I supposed to talk first this time, or are you going to talk first this time? This is a house guest uh, episode. Carl, and I guess I answered my own yeah. question when Very I talked. Special <laughs> episode. I love how you're making fun of yourselves in the intro. We're just sitting here and you're mouthing the words. <laughs> this is the first uh, time we've actually had house, house guests in, in the, house. the house. That's oh, not yeah, a euphemism. They've been, uh, via the internet. They've so all been far. Skyped or streamyarded. Yes, it's not the first time we've done a podcast in the same room with Juwan uh, and Melody. Right. Oh no. It's yeah, the first comedian next door it's the first comedian episode next door. that we've done with Joanna Melody. Uh, Joanna Melody DeVivo are here, Carl, and we've got so many things <laughs> that we're going to discuss. So if you're oh, listening, no. we were being coerced to do this. I found out right when I got here. All the beans <laughs> will be spilled. If they'd have known, if they'd have known what was in store, they probably wouldn't have come. <laughs> if you're listening, your name is Carl. Mm-hmm. We've taken flack for not explaining that at every. So episode. we do it every episode. What? You missed one and they were like, I don't get it. Yeah. Why, why are you calling me Carl? Stop it. That's not my name. Uh, okay. Go ahead. I just had to clear that. Go ahead. What do you mean go ahead? Go ahead. Do something interesting. Co- proceed. <laughs> Make your content. Uh, so uh, we had a couple of things. We had a, a thing that we wanted to talk about, but Juwan said that he has some stuff he wants to talk about. Oh, he, it's the stuff. It's not stuff. It's the thing. It's the stuff. Well, you had something in the kitchen just a few minutes ago it's that you were now. trying to talk to us about. And Melanie and I both said, no, <laughs> save it for the podcast. So, no, I said, oh my gosh, stop talking. Melody's normal response is, please stop talking. <laughs> oh my gosh, stop talking. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's on the t the t shirt's on the website. Check it out. Oh my gosh, stop talking. I, this seems it seems a little sudden to just go. Yeah, this are the things. And start Look, we can serious, talk. We can talk about well, listen, our the, drive up here where we former, went through cornfields. The former podcast, we could just kind of take our time getting oh, involved. Yeah, because okay. it was like free form and two hours long sometimes. Mm, right. But this time we have a strict forty-five yeah. minutes. So okay. get no, not, to with, the not with house guests. House okay. guests, stop special, being yeah. a tyrant yeah. because sometimes the house guests. A little. The house guest is much more laid back well, and informal. We can make a deal with Carl if at forty-five minutes you don't feel like you want to listen to anymore you may stop you're still going <laughs> right there's this but little you can't square stop listening. button you can press <laughs> when you don't want to hear anymore right Maybe but I you should play a sound effect it. at 45 minutes you can't do it until at least 45 minutes have expired so if you stop listening now you will be in violation of our new you policy hear this sound <laughs> that's 45 minutes what one was it i it cannot it's a, yeah, it's a little too uh, Michael Myers-ish. We need to invest in some more headphones for our house guests. <laughs> Welcome to our house. Welcome we to our house. We don't have or, any headphones. There's yet. somebody behind you that's going to kill you. Welcome <laughs> to our house. We only have two chairs, and we're going to rotate. Right. <laughs> we only have two chairs and two headphones. 
and well, four people are going to talk. The real reason that I'm like time Nazi is because we have some games to play and Jawan and Melody only come into town ever so often. They have a free day today from touring and we're going to make yeah. the most of it. So chop, chop, say we something interesting. Have, we don't even have a concert or anything. So we can get the silver with and get right. on with our lives. This is going to be interesting because... Uh, I've, it's only a thing that I've made up in my head. Not that it, nobody's ever thought it before, but I've given a lot words. of thought. But all to the things the, he's made up are probably true. I've given a lot of thought to the truth and love debate that we're all having. All of us Christians, we'll just leave it in that. Let's narrow it to that. So is that the first Peter? So, uh, Paul reference. wrote about that. I think it's in Ephesians, and uh, that's the other thing. I think we take it out of because mostly what we when we enter that debate, we're talking about Christians talking to non-believers mm-hmm. and people like you got to give them the truth and love. And like the verse that Paul, you know, that we pull that from is Paul talking of Christians talking to Christians. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Or I'm like, let's just well, we'll throw all those parameters out. We'll just talk about these things because um, I'm gonna take you all on a journey. Oh uh, boy! Well, my favorite authors is. Uh, C.S. Lewis, and he said uh, the enemy always introduces errors into the world in pairs of opposites. And for mm. me, I've, I've tried that out, and it really is true. So like the, here's the thing. So we know that humility is a virtue. Right. So uh, we also, what we usually think of is pride is the opposite of that. Yeah. But there's another opposite. I know. What cowardice? No, okay, that's oh no, that's uh bravery is a yeah. is a virtue. Oh, okay. cowardice is so a cowardice but is also bravado, right? Like okay, without so care wait, of anything. Let me think. Apathy. Okay, so no, that's the opposite of love. Self-loathing. Self-loathing. Yeah. You were the one that was worried about time here. The, uh, <laughs> Stop guessing! You're wasting yeah. time. Stop, Stop talking! You're always wrong. It's not a quiz crying out loud. You're not going to win any points or anything. No. So pride is a is a sin, and self loathing is basically the same sin. Both okay. of those people the think only of, the of themselves. Right. Yeah. Okay. Just one thinks highly, and one thinks lowly. Oh yeah. Okay, is, that, is that where C.S. Lewis says that uh, humility is not thinking less of yourself; yeah. it's yeah. thinking of yourself less. less? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. There you yeah, so I've found in my life that, that 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 what happens is the reason he brought that up is that whenever we we think we're okay because we're not doing what that guy's doing, but we're actually in the opposite. We've fallen into the other ditch. That makes sense. Like if you yep. think of virtue as a road, like humility is a road, and as long as we're not prideful, I'm not that guy. Right. But I hate myself. Right. I'm only focused on myself. <laughs> right. So I'm sitting in the same way. I'm just comparing myself to somebody. I'm just on the other side yeah, of the street. I fall off on the other way. Right. So I started thinking about and then it went a little further because uh, Lewis got a lot of his stuff from Chesterton. And Chesterton said... Chesterton. Uh, well, what, where I discovered that he got that from was uh, Aristotle. Aristotle is called the golden mean. Right. And so uh, the way Aristotle put it, gosh, I hope this doesn't take too long, is uh, so like <laughs> humility is a, the way he put it is it's like a blend. So like he said that pride is a, pride is a, too much of thinking of yourself and self-loathing is not enough thinking of yourself. So it's like a blend. Mm-hmm. But Chesterton said, no, nope. it's, in the Christian world, it's a stark, it's both things at once. It's a paradox. So like you hate yourself and you love yourself. You know you're a treasure. Uh, valuable enough that God would die for you, but also that you're a wretch, that you're a sinner. And those needed things, him to die. Both those things yeah. exist at the same time, yeah. and they cancel each other. But they don't cancel each other out. They exist, and they're, they're a paradox. 
So that bring that brought me to truth and love. So I was which just is Ephesians four fifteen. Ephesians four fifteen. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, I think the way I was thinking about it was what if truth and love are that they both exist at the same time, and if you remove either from the other, then they are not. They become not what they were. They become something false. So like we can think of love. It's easy to think of love. I'll tell that first. Love that's not truthful is not love, right? It's not. It's something either it's self-serving. So like right. I, what we would it's equate that with is like somebody saying, you know, uh, you love these people, but you're uh, like if I loved uh, a drug addict, mm-hmm. I was like, I love them. He's like, but you continue to let them kill themselves slowly with chemicals right and not tell them anything about that that's not really love you're just scared yeah. of of telling them about that because you don't want them to stop having affection for you so now it's a right. self-preservation thing. right right so that's not love so that's what we're saying that's love without truth so like truth without love is something a little bit harder to uh to fact so i Usually when you go into a, a debate, you know, you want to define the terms. I don't want to do that yet because <laughs> now we're going to you're going to tempted you're going to be oh, okay, tempted. well then let's we just, just skip not. Over that, yeah. You're going to be tempted to go let's just well, use what words does, we don't know what they mean. Yeah, what do you mean by love? What do you mean by truth? <laughs> but like uh, I started thinking about that. So like uh the only way I've heard you guys say what was the thing you guys usually say? It's something to the effect of uh Something like without truth, love wouldn't exist. Or uh, the only way to know if something is loving is if truth is greater than love. If, if truth you know is the truth love. about love, then and you can start talking about what is, you know, what is true and what is loving. And truth is greater than love. That's, truth, we've talked about that. Yeah, without truth, you wouldn't know what love is. That's yes. the one. So without, yes. and so I started thinking about that. I was like, well, without love, how would you know to look for the truth? I was like, why would why would that be something that you'd look for? So for us. Obviously, the ultimate truth is God. We're, um, gosh, who said that? that somebody said that there's a whole, I think that's Rousseau or somebody, that was like, God, there's a, a vacuum in us right. when we don't have God, and only God can fill it. So uh, that's what draws us, I think. That's one of those things that draws us to the truth, is the love that we innately have for God just by being his creation. So... Uh, and then love for, for, uh, that's the other thing I was going to, I didn't say this first. I was going to help me shoot holes in this cause I want to work my way through it. But I think truth without love. So we love truth. That's another thing. We have a love for the truth. Mm-hmm. Why would you look for it if you didn't have some sort of an attraction to it? Right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that's where I'm at. I think if you have truth without love of some sort, <laughs> it's not really, it's not really true. That makes sense. So, like, uh, well, I, that's that's as far as I got. Because like I was thinking about the, uh, the the introduction of this, and like, what would be a good example of of truth, truth without, without love? love? Because, well, here's one. That's fat, the question that of, I've asked right. c- counselors before. I've had that. That's like standard question is when they when they say, "Well, you're supposed to speak the truth in love," and that's always the the emphasis is always on in love when that when we get to that verse in Ephesians. Yes, we're supposed to speak the truth. Yes, John, you're supposed to speak the <laughs> truth, but in love. And then my genuine question is always, well, can you give me an example of truth not in love? And usually what that entails is them saying, 
it, it, it boils down to tone. You know, you said right. it. You said it in a way that was that was snarky or condescending, or you were harsh. Um, you were cutting. The way that you said the thing didn't immediately feel like a balm or a salve to the oh, person that you're yeah, speaking right. to. Yeah. So it must not have had love in it. I had icky feelings about the way yeah. you said that thing, and and I I believe them that they probably didn't like the the tone or the word selection, but I don't know that. I agree that that means that it wasn't spoken in love. Right, exactly. So, yeah, that's why I want to talk to you guys about it because I think people, that's where you get attacked. I just thought of an example. So if I start, if we're having a heart-to-heart discussion and I start spitting random facts at you, Mm -hmm. those are true, but it's not true in that, you know what I'm saying, it's not something I needed to be doing in that situation. It's not, it's it's fault. It's not, it's not helpful or that's, it's not, (laughs) that's what's about me going out there. I, I guess... In context, y'all are ahead of me. By the way, this, what y'all are talking about is ahead of where I wanted to get to. But that's okay. We can. Well, I think ultimately, if you take it back far enough, you're, what you're saying is that God is both truth and love. God yes. Himself has always that's existed to, yeah. and is, has always been truth and love. And I've granted that from the beginning. What I'm saying is that we, as a society here in Western United States or, or modern contemporary United States, we are already clear on the love part. <laughs> Everybody is already very clear Are that we? God is love. Yes. Oh, that God is love. They okay. talk about it constantly. We are not clear that God is truth. He is truth. And so when we start talking about what are some things that we can take away from our faith, what are things we can reduce our faith or boil our faith down to, we are willing to chuck truth out the window as long as we can keep love. It's kindness, yeah. People say, you know, at the end of the day, what really matters when when it's all said and done is be loving. Yes. And they don't say, at the end of the day, make sure you never, ever, ever sacrifice the truth. They don't say that. They're willing to sacrifice the truth provided that they can keep the their concept of love, whatever that, well, that sometimes, is. Sometimes they'll even suggest or outright say that sacrificing the truth is the loving thing to right. do because you're sparing people's feelings and this is a yeah. really hard time for them right now and so they don't need to be, you know. Upset. I don't, maybe I'm way not where you guys are. Nah. But when I think right. about... <laughs> no, you're with us. I'm but when sure. I think about truth, when you say God is truth and love, okay, so separate that so the truth is that god is holy and just can have nothing to do with sin right Right. Mm -hmm. so these are this is all the truth where the love comes in with god if he already knew all this before he even created the world is all going to happen then the love came or the love was already prepared for when jesus was going to die for us there's the love Right? So, yep. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, I keep going through different things in my head. Like when you were saying, give an example of truth without love, I was thinking, okay, someone who's just standing there on a street saying you're going to go to hell and not. But why is he and there? And doesn't know you. But I'm like, that's loving. That's, he wants yeah. people to be <laughs> saved. The only thing would be so like just condemning the help, them and saying. Maybe right. to help Carl yeah. figure it out. What would be example of just help me figure it out? Who, so I mean, truth, me. truth. I think that uh, I think you covered this in your book. Uh, Life is hardy, hard, hard. Hey. Life is hardy, hard, <laughs> hard by John Brady. Available John Brady. on Amazon. Yeah. JohnBrady.com. Yeah. Uh, 
I think you covered that. You might, might be wrong. Maybe it was on a podcast. But I think you talked about uh, if I said things just so I could hurt people or just because I wanted them to feel bad or I was yeah. being spiteful or hurtful, mm-hmm. and that's the only result I wanted from it, that's truth without love, right? If, you, yeah. if you're making fun of somebody. Well, but, but in the Christian but context, then it, doesn't, it isn't true, it's though. It's not truth. Then. It's not truth. Aha! Yeah, that's what I'm right. saying. Yeah. If you, it's the two things, truth and love, are inextricable. Right. And I would say if you're struggling to find an example of truth without love, then, yeah, the opposite challenge would be give me an example of being able to love somebody without, without being truthful. the truth. Because that's what ends up happening. Right. People are like, I don't want to hurt somebody's feelings by telling them that they're fat. So I'm going to do the other thing by saying, you look great. You're very healthy looking when that's not true. <laughs> you're not that's not truth. loving The either. truth <laughs> is, the real truth there is not that they, I don't want to hurt their feelings. It's I don't want to feel bad because they're hurt. Right. right. I don't so want I'm them to think less of or, me because or, of yeah, what I said. I don't want so them to not like me. now we're not me. talking yes. about love. We're talking about self-preservation. Love for self, yeah. which is not Did you guys love. watch Harriet the Spy when you were oh, kids no. or younger, I guess? Um, it's probably what year did it come out because we were probably in college you probably were it was probably <laughs> well that didn't stop us though we watched veggie tales on surround sound in college so i don't know yeah, i'm gonna guess 1998 yeah. that's not, my guess oh, yeah, you were i don't know if it was but um, <laughs> why why did you mention harriet this well time? because um i was probably in sixth grade fifth or sixth grade and when it came out, Rosie O'Donnell gave a what was supposed to be an encouraging speech to Harriet, the main character. And as a kid, I remember going, what? that doesn't <laughs> seem right. She literally tells her, Harriet is like, you want me to lie? Because Harriet gets in trouble for putting in her notebook all of these observations she makes. Legitimate observations Shoot, yeah. like, my friend's dad um, isn't around anymore. Like, my friend's dad doesn't live with her and... I don't know why that is. Or like my other friend's dad is poor. Like they don't have enough money to buy food and stuff like that. And then the kids at school get a hold of the notebook and they're, and they're offended figured. by what she has written in her book. Yeah, they're upset. And so Rosie O'Donnell comes in, who's her nanny and, you know, gives her the sage advice where she's like, well, sometimes you've got to make a mistake. You, when you make a mm-hmm. mistake, you've got to correct it by, um, basically giving people compliments. I don't remember how she phrases it because that's not it. But then Harriet... She has to lie to people. Harriet says, you want me to lie? You always told me not to lie. And she goes, oh, just white lies. Not all lies are the same and white lies are not, the, really? are not that bad. Yes. <laughs> wow. Yes. I've had that lesson several times in uh, in Sunday school with the junior high kids and the high school kids. Yep. And it always pops up uh, spontaneously when someone will mention white lies and the most recent one was a few years ago one of the kids said that he um his friend called him up on saturday i said well so what are you guys doing this weekend he goes well i was just stayed around yesterday at the, around the house a friend of mine called me up and asked me to come over to his place but i told him that i didn't feel well um and uh so i didn't go and i said well why did you tell him you didn't feel good and he goes because i didn't want to go over to his house i didn't feel like going over to his house <laughs> And I said, well, why didn't you just tell him that? And it was just what you said, Juwan, that he, he thought his friend would think like that that wasn't less. a good excuse. And so yeah. he said he didn't want to hurt his friend's feelings by telling him that he w- didn't feel like going over to his house. And so we unpacked all of that. And it's always a really great discussion because yep. people just assume that the right thing to do is to protect another person's feelings, even if there's no reason for them to be offended. And, and I yeah. asked him that. I said, so do you think that if you told him, hey man, I, don't I just like don't it. feel like coming over today, that he would go, that's it, we're not friends anymore? 
And he he laughs. No, he wouldn't say that. And I go, so then I don't know. Just Some people might actually do that. Well, and we talked about that too. If <laughs> so you've got if you have a relationship that can, that's contingent on you always doing exactly what the other person wants to do, yeah. that's not a friendship either. And so there comes a point where we got to talk about these things. Here you go. Little, this is direct quote from the book, Harriet the Spy. Oh. Little lies that make people feel better are not bad. Like thanking someone for a meal they made, even if you hated it, or telling a sick person they look better when they don't, (laughs) or someone with a hideous new hat that it's lovely. Thanking. Okay, first of all, let's, let's, uh, basically, this is going to turn into a literature critique. By the way, what'd you guys think of the tacos that we just had? They were great. Yeah. I'm thankful for really? Juan has said that he eats garbage. So Really? Yeah. <laughs> you said you eat garbage? Well, well I'll eat anything. Joe does. Well, <laughs> I'll eat garbage. Because she's taken the fact that I said that I ate a Coney Island bake. Oh. And she's, okay. that, she's and saying also that you is garbage. Said there was a time that, that like you and Melody were eating, what, ravioli or something? Oh, and she was pancakes, like, yeah. I think something is wrong. There's I think the milk nice. went went sour or something and you had already scraped your plate clean. <laughs> your plate, like, what's that? I, huh? What do you mean? We what's should that? have mentioned that like what 10 minutes about? ago. <laughs> okay, so the first oh sentence gosh. was being thanking someone for a meal even though you didn't. That's just gratitude. Right. Thanking isn't the same yeah, as saying, the I same. loved it. That wasn't, yeah, yeah that's right. not the saying yeah. of saying this was good. You just say thank you for the meal. Thank right. you for that right. was nice. That's gratitude. That's right. Nice. But then telling well, if it's somebody genuine, they look though, better. What if, I mean, what if you what if you say thank you for something and you're not grateful for it? Uh, that's that's not the same as saying I'm grateful for it. Thanking well, another that's person, saying. saying thank you, is not the same as saying I am grateful for this. In my opinion, thank you is not saying so I thank appreciate. You. You're or saying I thank you this. is just a thing that that is a, a cultural right. It's like shaking hands Thanking with somebody or waving just goodbye. just recognizing an effort was made. It doesn't say anything about whether you appreciated the effort or not, in my opinion. Okay. okay. So here's what you brought up made me think of this, too. So what I think people see, like if you are going around, well, let's say you're sitting there with people and like we're, you're saying hurtful things, like you're just picking out pieces of their body and you go, look at you, you look like an idiot. You got a big nose and a... Look, it's just your clothes are stink. That's I like the school bully. I'm not good. Elsa headphones. Yeah, <laughs> there's she's yeah. Those are those are generic or something. I don't know. I can't. I'm not good at insults. I need to work on that. <laughs> so you're making yes, fun you are, of somebody. Juan. You're very you're good. Very great. Look at you. You insults. look puffy today. You're great yes. at insults. Yeah. So if I'm saying those things as hurtful, now if you if you a different sense of that situation would be like this. Would be like if you said somebody's puffy, but you're like, look, you don't look well. Are you are you okay? You're right. saying that I have concern for their health, and maybe they don't, maybe they aren't aware. In fact, how many times have you? I've heard this all the time. Somebody's got like mustard on their shirt, and they discover it, and they're like, "Why did no one tell me about this? No one is have my I true no friend because I had spinach in right. right. So I think people doesn't are, anyone love you? I think people are mixing up those two. So situations. what about this? I agree. What about this suggestion? What oh, if? The only way you could possibly speak a truth without love would be if there is no way for the person receiving that truth to accept it well. Or change it. Or, oh, you mean it, to, they wouldn't to not be, able to be deal offended. With it? Yeah. Like, what if the impetus is entirely on the listener? And if that person is grateful, because here's the thing I used to work with kids who had special needs and a lot on the autism spectrum, and they actually actively appreciated 
down to the individual, almost all of them, appreciated bluntness and appreciated well, that's, yeah. directness because they were tired of playing all of these social games we they play where we like it out. Yeah. layer they things good at. with niceness. and th- Yeah, they yeah. hated they it because couldn't it was under, They couldn't pick up Just on all the what's wrong. Right, right. unspoken things. So what if, like, what if the only time that you could possibly say that it is unloving, <laughs> an unloving type of truth is if a person who is on the autism spectrum even doesn't appreciate how oh, direct you are. Well, I was just saying about it. it was so like, we uh, all need to make friends with somebody with autism. You probably already know one. You probably should. Yeah. That is why God, I'm convinced that's why God made people to us have a deficiency somewhere. Right. But they're meant to, I think, to teach us things. There was people right. like, don't you want to eradicate Down syndrome? I'm like, I don't no. know. I don't think so. Right. I think Most people a are lot delightful. People, that's what, yeah, for one thing, yes, they're usually best person in the room yeah. right. <laughs> they're the nicest people yeah right. but the so other thing is i think down syndrome people exist if nothing else to teach other people to not be selfish because we were living in our mm-hmm. own world because some people someone has to take care of them usually and has to be there yeah right. so i think that person learns selflessness through being having to give care to someone else anyway i was thinking about you said is it mean if you tell some or mean is it not giving truth and love if you tell somebody that can't accept it. I think it has to do with the uh, the level of severity. So if it's like uh, somebody who um, maybe isn't washing dishes the right way, and you're like, "Hey, that's not." It's like, "Oh, you can't." They're just like, Is there a right alone? way to wash dishes? And there's somebody heading out into the street, you know, and you got to yank them out of the way of the car. Then that's the brutality right. of the okay. method. Right. Okay. I, I don't think, think that the brutality the, necessarily makes it unloving either. Here's, I don't think there's a right way to wash dishes, the, but I'm just. But you're not going to yank <laughs> somebody. I'm taking some exception with that. You're not going to yank somebody away from the sink, right? Because it's the not true. I don't know if they're just licking the plates and they put them all in the cabinet at I'm the same like, time. I might would yank them away. If you did that at your house, supposed to be part of our character. Yeah, if you were licking your plates at your sink, I'm like, it's your house. It's good. I'm that, a house guest. That's you'd be okay way. with that? That would be I, more in the danger category, a, though. I would ask for a paper plate after that. <laughs> <laughs> you have any... Uh... Okay, so here's an example I just read earlier today. A person who oh, I know... don't eat on plates. Who, she's upset. I mean, she's very, very upset today. It's a person I know, like, through another person. So it's not a real close acquaintance. But um, she's very upset today because... Um, she was out at the store, was having a really great day, and smiled at a stranger in the store. And the stranger says, oh, when are you due? Uh-oh. And yes, she was, she's a little heavy, and she says, I'm not. She said she awkwardly just said, I'm not, and didn't know what else to say. And then she held it together until she got to the car and then burst into tears and was crying in her car. So if we take that example, um, first of all, the issue there is not that the stranger spoke either a truth or a falsehood. She wasn't saying, she made an assumption, which was obviously wrong, objectively wrong. She assumed that there was a pregnancy that there isn't. But um, what I would say is there are people who would handle that situation completely differently. And I would argue objectively better better by not being so sensitive to that. It's like, what are we really... What, what are we crying about at root? Like we already acknowledge, and she even acknowledged in her post, yes, I'm the heaviest I've ever been. You know, I've been struggling a lot with health issues lately. Okay, so what 
why are you crying over the fact that somebody else noticed what you already, what you already know noticed. to be true? Right. Why yeah. are you crying over this? That's a big deal too. Yeah, that's that's the thing. I because it's not in your learn. head anymore. You just heard it from somebody else. So it's you. You found a way to not, push it down. It's not <laughs> just the things that have been rattling around in you your head. You weren't telling yourself the truth. Someone else, right? <laughs> So it shatters right. your self-denial. You didn't love yourself enough to tell yourself to tell the truth. tell yourself the truth. Like, but yeah. That's I, something I yeah. picked up from you guys and started teaching Jesse because he was, now people don't mistake him for a girl. He's got long hair. Mm -hmm. And people would do that. I'm just like, But it was such a beautiful boy. I'm just like, that's on them. Say. You're not a girl. Right. That's just, that's person's They're not even being observant, yeah, they obviously. Didn't even, they didn't even like, look at you. Like, he's wearing camo and a, you know. Talking in deep voice. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's only going to get harder. <laughs> Which this may transition us well into the other thing I want to talk about. It's only going to get harder in a culture where, like, Eventually people we're get talk mad about what at she you for assuming. You see a, you know, a boy in a tie with his hair, you know, short and it's combed over, and you know he's got on these khaki shorts and what loafers, and they will be upset because it turns out their daughter likes to dress like a boy. And how dare you assume, you know? Yeah. So, well, so that's I, all going on. Are we still on. talking about speaking the truth in love, though? I mean, because now we're talking about making a mistake. Right. That was my point. Now we're talking that's about being wrong like, about things. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, I wish we could give people... Uh, a little bit of room well, to be dumb. The Can't truth. You, what you want the same grace? The truth that was spoken accidentally or indirectly was oh, you look you. pregnant. Right. right. That's okay. what it was said. That was the truth. Mm -hmm. Yes. And it is the truth. And the poster truth you look pregnant. who wrote about this pregnant. even admitted it. And then down Does in the comments, matter? apparently not. Because the intent was to to, to give you an opportunity to yeah. share some good, good happy news. news with me. Right, but yeah. more but more to oh, the darn. more importantly, Sorry. now <laughs> the intent of the people in the comment section is to make her feel better. Yep. By saying things like, Oh, shake it off. You're beautiful, exactly the way you are. You're wonderful. You're awesome and amazing. And it's like she obviously does not feel good about her body. How is it helpful to have yeah. just more people coming on and heaping what amounts to Harriet the Spy's white lies? Right. Even she and won't agree with them, right? right. She's not going to agree right. with them, but right. she's going to make you feel better to have all your friends come up and say, you're wrong about how you yeah. feel <laughs> right. about yourself. You're totally right. mistaken. That's, that's her truth, though. She's true. She doesn't feel good about her body. That's her truth. How, right. do you, how are you supposed to correct her about that? Well, and I don't know that I would. Yeah. I do have one suggestion. I suggest that uh, someone buy her a copy of Life is Hardy Har Hard <laughs> by John Brannion at johnbrannion.com. Right so, somehow, somehow I've become Bob Smiley, but for other people. Yes. Also, <laughs> also buy some uh, merchandise from castingcrowns.com. I was just going to suggest that you We're grab hurting, a mic. Y'all. You guys are playing the Indiana State some Fair music. in a couple I was going to say days. buy dirigible anvil comedy <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Come to the show. <laughs> So, yes. uh, but the point on that Dirigible was Anvil comedy. Yeah. You're touring you with are, Kristen Weber too. Oh yeah, she's got. She's gonna do a, a show with us. And and uh, Andrew Stanley. Andrew yeah, Stanley he already did one. Stuff. Cyrus is gonna do the the Jacksonville show. Not to be confused with Andy Stanley. That is a pastor. <laughs> and also his father, <laughs> his dad. And, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and Charles yes. Stanley. Yes. They're He's actually got, related. Yes, yes, they are. Okay, so you can confuse the two. As I just Andrew Stanley is Andy Stanley's son, and he does. Um, comedy and he's he's pretty good. shockingly good. Okay, yeah. so so he's I'll be a honest. Junior. 
I'll be honest if Andrew's ever listening to this. Uh, when I found out that Andrew, that Andy Stanley's son was going to dabble in comedy, I was a little skeptical. I'm like, oh, here we go. Here we go. And he proved you wrong. Yeah, we got a famous father. He's going to yeah. ride his coattails. He's probably going to be terrible. But he is uh, a Legit quite funny. good stand up. Well, yeah. my bad. I didn't yep. know. Always the last to know. Gosh, so peaches. If you are a, a larger person. And you know, people maybe maybe it's happened more than once. A mm-hmm. larger lady, and somebody's mistaken for you being pregnant. Mm-hmm. It would help if maybe you had a little joke in your chamber. Right, and that's what I would recommend. Go. And right. that way, you could walk away having not uh, not shot this person down, but both of you walk away having had a laugh. You've given someone a laugh, right? And you've had a laugh, and you've connected with another human being, and uh, nobody some, sits in their car crying. And so, the other the, the other thing that it could, uh, that it should be, is a little bit self-deprecating. Um, yeah. Self-deprecation is, uh, works wonders for not only making you feel better, but it also lets the other people feel better about being around about, you, too. Right. It's less mistake. awkward for everybody. That's right. a big deal, yeah. If, you, if you're out there, you're feeling lonely, if you're a a jovial person and you're not you don't take yourself too seriously people want to be around yep. right so yeah. okay, the first so pop the thing popped in my head is if somebody asks you when you're due if you're out there and you need this i was like give them a joke i was like well it depends on how long it, stuff i said it depends on how long it takes that taco to to settle <laughs> <laughs> might, be, might be a couple hours <laughs> when are you due yeah oh my goodness Except the problem is they might actually think that you're joking. Just drop a baby. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, they might think that you're just a pregnant lady with a really good sense of oh, humor. Like, they might still right. not realize they had made a mistake. Or they just might be stupid and not get the joke. Oh, there's no baby, but and... there'll be a taco right. being processed at some point. Right. Or yep. make yeah. up a date and say, like, two years ago or whatever. You know, oh, yeah. March March 4th. Oh, yeah, if you have a kid already. Yeah, yeah. 2018. And they're like, well, wait, what that do you was... do? Exactly. Well, yeah. it's April 1st of 20... You could give them your birthday. 2007. You give them right. your birthday. Like, I was due... 1965. But okay. He's 12. So, here's the That's, thing. I learned that in high school, though. People would make fun of me. And then I was like, I can either just let this crush me every day, or I can start getting ahead of them. Right. And, well, there uh, comes a point where when you hear the same thing yeah. from multiple people in different multiple circumstances, now you have to deal with the fact that you're probably hearing some truth. <laughs> They're and, all uh, observing the same yeah, thing. Yeah, as uncomfortable as that is. Well, and more it's, importantly, it's true. you're hearing things that agree with what you already know to be true, which is what you just said. This is coming from oh, inside, yeah. too. She knows that she's heavy. And a person who's being told that they ha- that they look, what was it, pale or pudgy or... Puffy. 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 If you're already <laughs> hearing that in your own brain, then <laughs> microphone the only reason we're using P words is because you have these microphone poppers. I'll take all the Pudgy is away. such a funny word. Right. But we always say, evaluate it. If it's, if there's no truth to it, just ignore it. It doesn't and even hurt as much. Yeah, it's, it's what hurts is when they're true, when the things that are being said are true. That's what we hate. And so now our culture's response to that is to just stop saying true stop things. Stop saying true things, yeah, yeah. and so, offending people. And so so this is what is I want to Is this what happened in Rome? This is how Rome felt. <laughs> this is everybody. I'm pretty sure. partially how it felt. Claudius is walking A bunch around. of people being upset because everybody thought they were pregnant. That's why Nero was going crazy. Didn't tell him the truth. Turned the whole town down. Did you guys see what Dad posted about what's going on in our uh, hometown in pub- a public school nearby? 
No. Well, well we're going to talk about purple for parents, which has even more P sounds. I was going to transition the with the with the thing about truth, but I guess the P's work too. We could just <laughs> transition that way. But yeah, if you haven't heard this, what I told Carl in our last episode was we'd probably talk about this because you guys are homeschoolers too, being on the road yeah. all the time. And like, you can you can help encourage anybody who still needs to be told now is the time to remove your children. <laughs> no, do it now. Actually, you should have done it about six months ago. Okay, yeah. straight up. This is the backstory. All you really need to know. 40 minutes in that direction. I'm motioning with my hand, Carl. There's a public school um, being taught by... A, uh, there's a kindergarten class. We drove through class. that school district to get up here. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. Is okay, that so the you've been there. Oh, I, I felt on. the vibe. Did you was there? A I don't even know where you're going, but well, there's a kid on the corner, and there's signs and stuff. Out oh, that was there. that was not, something else. That's oh, something further else. north. Yeah. Oh, okay. Keep going. Okay, so this teacher is a kindergarten teacher, and this mm-hmm. is her welcome packet um, to the kindergarten class. <laughs> and here's what it says at top: Preschoolers, welcome to <laughs> MX period Canges. Kindergarten class, MX period. How do you even pronounce yeah. that? Right. Mix. So here's the here's the letter. Meet MX Cange. Dear families, I'm so very grateful to be partnering with you in your child's learning journey. I'd like to introduce myself. My name is Kayla Cange, and my pronouns are she, they. The kiddos will call me Mix Cange. Mix is pronounced M-I-X. I'm heading into my 11th year teaching, eight of which have been with pre-K to two students in second grade. Um, I graduated with a degree in music education and later went back for a certification in, in elementary. Ed. Well, crap. <laughs> That's hope she didn't go to my school. That's my degree. She went to Taylor University. And she does identify as a Christian. Still. Those weirdo musicians. So that's happening like in a culture right now where saying to her, you were born female, you are a female, you're confusing five-year-olds when you're telling them there's such thing as a mix, which is neither miss nor mister. Um, she clarified that in the comment section when she realized right. that her welcome packet was being passed around on the internet. Um, <laughs> what do you expect? And it's like, she you was put saying, it out there. I have been, I, I don't want to defend myself on this matter anymore. I have gone my whole life working through this and now I've arrived and I know who I am. I know who I am. I just am mix. <laughs> Why can't you let these kids find out who they are without you influencing them? No. <laughs> No. So hateful. I thought you'd seen oh, that already. No. No. I saw the thing about uh, Christian leaders. <laughs> Beth Moore talking about. Oh yeah, that was today. Yeah, that was today. So yeah, but th- this was a you know Facebook. Well, you know, what was what was interesting about this particular article, I believe, is first of all, it was real close to us. So we're yes. not talking about right. we're not this talking about California. the crazy <laughs> West Coast or East Coast where right. all of the psychopaths are. This is right here where we grow corn. It's in a cornfield. <laughs> and um so that was one. And the second one was underneath the comment section, the amount of just anger and vitriol that was directed at people who were basically saying what Melody just said, it's like we would prefer to not have our children yeah. have to deal with this well, in, in public school. And that was all, yeah. that, and these were parents who were just saying we would prefer that this yeah. not be. We don't hate you. That's, they're not, not even saying you. any of that. They're right. just saying, well, you don't have, this is my child. You don't have the right to teach my child. Yeah. But I'm like, that's what you get with public school. So it's. Right. Well, there's a school, there's right. the thought that. Some people think that the school 
will teach and raise the whole human being. Yeah. Right. You give your child to the state and the state will raise your kid. And so, and there's some of us that think, you know, even if you send your kid off, maybe there's some things that I need to teach my kid. Like if I had a boy. Maybe there's some things you need to straighten them out on when they come home from kindergarten (laughs) thinking, you know what? My teacher, there's no, she's not a boy or a girl. It's not a miss or a miss. Maybe you need to redirect them a little bit. Oh, that's good, Billy. Is what's, which one of these is a triangle? I don't know, but at least I know (laughs) what's going on inside. Yeah. I know it's a shape. This, this teacher actually used the phrase or the term LGBT kiddos when she was referring to where her heart is in trying to help LGBT kiddos not feel so alone in the world and wanting to give them a model of somebody who they could be like. So she in the kindergarten weird thing is, flat out said that. The weird thing is kids don't care. I mean, even if you agreed with all of that, they really don't. There's an age when they start caring and it's like middle school. So like if you just can't, you know, when they start caring about me, when I stick out or when they, they start pointing out differences with each other, that's when all the quote-unquote meanness happens i think most of that though is what you guys are talking about I'm just because i just observed something about this kid right and he has a sensitivity about it so right but like before that you just play i just remember you just play you're just right. playing with kids you don't well, care what i found right. interesting like. was That's not true. just the angry comment it wasn't just the commenters who were angry at parents who were saying i don't want this to be a, a role model for my kids but it was also the people who showed up in support of this teacher yep. not having met her. They don't know her. They just know what the script and is supposed to be. do they have any children? Well, <laughs> That's my probably question. they probably. do, but not in our Some school district. Some of them yeah. were in like other countries. There from are people all over from the place. all over the world. And <laughs> they're saying the things world. like, this sounds like a pretty amazing teacher, really. It's like... Okay. You haven't seen Based anything she's what? taught. Right. You haven't this observed her in her classroom, flyer. which right. is a requirement for teaching. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yep, I liked I, I like this teacher, Thus or I would love internet. my kids to be exposed to I all kinds of people. It's called learning to how to live class. in our society. I wish everyone here would stop. Um, oh, that was just sarcasm. That's I wish just, everyone that's just the there. internet, though. Remember Michael uh, Avenatti, the the, the lawyer the that was a born lawyer. Yeah, yeah, the guy that was against Trump, and right. just because he was anti-Trump and he was bringing it, he was taking it to. The, taking it to Trump. Right, and so the, everybody yeah. welcomed him in yeah. and wanted to know what he was He's talking about. He turns hero. out to be an absolute yeah. creep. But <laughs> yes. now they're like, oh, we need to distance ourselves. You haven't heard his name. You yeah. have outlived your Oh, no, he's going to jail. Yep. Oh, so you don't hear about him again, but yeah, he was he was an overnight hero. This, yeah. this one Trump says, they sound like a great teacher yeah. that Indiana is too oppressive to appreciate. Your kids are going to learn to be aware of their feelings and to be open-minded. Oh, the horror. Right. And there were a lot of those comments where it's like, oh, why would you stand up against open-mindedness? Why would you stand up against loving people unconditionally? It's like, yeah, that's not what any Mix, of this is about. Mix no. Cage, if you read this, please know that most humans aren't this disgusting. Please post please. your Amazon wish list below so I can send you a few things for your classroom. Oh, yeah, send her those books. Have you seen those books on yeah. Amazon? Yeah. Yes. Yes, and, but I, I'm saying what this is. <laughs> so These are people who are afraid that Mix Cage, quote-unquote, is going to be crying in her car, and so they are immediately rushing to tell to shield her from mm-hmm. the truth. They are immediately rushing to give the love and the encouragement with no context even if they don't know her, it doesn't matter. It's like there's a, a person who might be upset by what she's hearing, so we need to quickly go do damage control by throwing the truth out the window and doing the most, quote, loving thing that we can come and up with. We would say that it's not loving at all. It's not loving, yeah. Well, would you have more respect for them if they 
like uh, came back with you know logic. They tried to say why this is right instead of just making her feel better. Like if she if they could, but you can't right. because right. the parents it's not based. The on parents this. are the ones who get to decide. But what their children are supposed to be. But now that's up for debate in right. in modern times because right. you don't get to, people believe you don't get to decide right. anything for your children. Well, if you're if you're wrong, because oh, I heard this. This was in a Bill Nye video <laughs> where he talked about. Well, he was talking about. I don't care if you believe in creation or the Bible or whatever. Just don't teach it to your kids. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, what? Well, what are we? Supposed to do, Mister Nye. Right. <laughs> like, don't teach things to your kids. Well, Bill, well Bill as long Nye. as I believe the right things, then I could teach those things to my kids. But if you're what if you, you deem is the right thing, I'm wrong. Right. Well, he decides what the right thing is, uh-huh. right? Because well, he's we, the science guy. We, it, it started. The first step was this relativism that denied that there was such thing as truth at all. Yeah. We never did that with love, and I think it's interesting. I, I just think it's interesting that when it comes to this truth and love debate, nobody has ever tried to deconstruct whether love is appropriate or not. Everybody just agrees: love, 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 love. It, but it is what we've just discovered, though, and you guys are helping me with this: is that it is a pro- love is always appropriate, but like what we were saying before, I said that was like let's not define terms. Like right. now, let's define it. Right. Now, what is love? Right. Love is always appropriate. So what is it? So it is acting on the person's best behalf. Uh, that's another C.S. Lewis book called Problem of Pain. And uh, he said, would it be loving of the doctor to stop cutting before he gets the cancer out? Would right. it be loving of the of the surgeon to, remo- to stop? You know, there's so much pain. You know, uh, the, he was putting it to, uh, he was in World War One. He saw some people get shot. Right. And in order to save their leg... They had no painkillers, but or to save their lives, they had to get the bullet out. They right. had to pull it out. Right. They had to cut you right. to get this other thing out of you in order to save your life. And he said, would it be loving for him to stop? Right. But well, what I'm saying is he was Some already, people might actually say that. Right. Now, we right. because we've so undermined the truth that we do talk in terms yeah. of his truth, our truth, my truth perspective matters like what do like, you mean this by person love? just would not want to walk around without a leg so right. you're just making their life worse they would rather die than not have right you didn't ask legs. for permission you didn't ask for consent yeah. it was like there was a movie about on him <laughs> there was a movie about the yeah, guy in the wheelchair yep. and the girl helps him this is a spoiler alert if you haven't seen million dollar baby do you remember that oscar winner I've seen it. Uh, uh, gosh, I can't remember her name. The boxer. It was yeah. Clint, it was, Clint, uh, Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. And, and what's her face? Anyway, she was a boxer. She gets paralyzed from the neck down. Yeah. Oh, and it was... Uh, Hillary. Hillary Swank. Hillary Swank. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Good I just you. did the thing that I hate on podcasts. I blanked out. And we, yeah. He's always yelling at you guys when you forget somebody's name. He's in the car with me yelling, it's this person. It's Hillary Swank. Melody with the sound effects. That was fist pounding on the table. Yeah. Yeah. But the question of, is your life even worth living anymore if you don't have X, Y, Z that you think you deserve or think you should have? And yes, people would actually answer, or at least yep. try to answer that, well, there would be a circumstance where maybe it would be loving to just stop operating. You self-centered yeah. person, why would you hurt them without asking yeah. first? Well, that's the problem of being a Christian is yeah. we believe in this thing called a soul and sanctity of life. And, and objective truth. All those which, weird things. Which I think was the first thing to be taken mm-hmm. away. And I think it's interesting yeah. that nobody has really tried 
I mean, even back, you have the Beatles saying, all you need is love. And you've got, no you know. No one questions that. Pastors in the pulpit. Yeah. Love, love, right. love, love, love. Everybody's cool with love. They do have different definitions for what they would say it is. But the point is, just as a generic concept, it's been a bumper sticker that we can all rally behind with no qualms for decades, centuries probably. And yet truth is the thing that Satan has, you know, attacked and has undermined. Oh, yeah. And that's the one thing that you're not allowed to hold on to with both hands. You're arrogant. You're um, a know-it-all. You know, you're shoving your religion down other people's throat if you stand firm on the truth. But the one thing you're always allowed to stand firm on is this concept of love. And why is that? Which we've never defined. This vague concept. Right, yes. this vague concept right. of love. Because that's what they I were doing with this teacher. I wonder what would happen if you called what... Instead of calling it truth, just saying this is love. I'm, I'm right. giving you guys love right now. I don't <laughs> right. know. Well, I would that, say. I was just about to say that. Oh wait, I was going to say. Flip it around. If if secular um, people people are non-believers, but or like secular media or whatever is it gets behind what you're saying, and so they they are agreeing with you, you yeah. can oh. pretty much be sure That's that. A red flag. That you yeah. you're you're not in the right place with, or you're or it's because you're you? not defining anything. Right. I've actually told oh, my sisters yeah, if they're not mad at you, they probably didn't understand you. <laughs> I've said that they're like, I think the conversation went well, and I'm like, well, who were you talking with? <laughs> they, yeah. Because if they're enemies of the gospel and enemies of Jesus, enemies of the kingdom of God, and they're happy with you. Probably they either and didn't you, understand what you said, you were not clear. yeah, or or, or no one has them. defined any terms, right. so they yeah. just think you're thinking this, and you kind you know what you actually believe, but you don't want <laughs> right. them to know what you believe, right? Because no, that's going to upset Because you want to be up up on the TV, and, and because the, telling people what they yeah, want to hear is not point. always bad. Thank you, Rosie O'Donnell. Like mm. the the concept of making somebody feel a certain way is the greatest good trying to cause a certain emotional reaction in another yeah. person is what everybody is aiming for, including Harriet, the spy, because it doesn't really matter what's true about what you've observed. It doesn't matter if boys can be girls or neither, you know, boys can be girls and girls can be boys and you can be neither. It doesn't matter. What matters is how you make mix change feel. But at the same time, that's presented to us as absolute truth. Right. At the yeah. same time, yeah. There's this, right. I think it's a war. It's a war on From people who don't say, who say there isn't an absolute right. truth. Right. Right. Yes. No, yeah. and that that's a product of education, though. Yeah. Too. That's when you go to kindergarten with a person who doesn't know whether they're a mister or a miss. That's so, where that starts. This is a hundred plus years of American education this right here, when, folks. This is when I get, this is the question I always come to when we have a big discussion like that is, so where what are we doing now? This is because you Juana take your Melody, kids out. Do you want to know come to our house yourself. and then we just leave them feeling hopeless and dark and depressed? <laughs> they go, no. and yeah. send them back. Why do you I, guys keep coming here? No. We're so bad it's, for you. It's for the board games and tacos. Yeah. And we'll the thing I always appreciate though is that for you guys emboldened me because I'm usually the one that's I, I was telling John on the way here, it's just like I'm the peacemaker, I'm I'm a mercy guy. I understand the other side, usually right. if there's an argument. Or both sides. You and call so yourself the bridge builder. I'm telling you, mm -hmm. what I was telling him is like, I'm being radicalized. I didn't want to be radicalized. <laughs> 
but the lines, the the shore is drifting away so That's far. True. It's like okay, I, I have to put my foot well, down. The it, anchor it, goes not, down. Right, it's now. not entirely your fault. I mean, no, we're, no. we're forced to pick sides. They won't mm-hmm. like we we were talking about peacemakers on the way up, Peach, and th- he said the, they're boring. The, he said peacemakers. <laughs> well, it's not that they're boring. It's that they're they're not tolerated anymore. They're they they don't appreciate. The other side doesn't appreciate you trying to make peace with our side. No, because they feel like that's you invalidating their exactly. feelings. Exactly, right. and you're yeah. and you're basically they force you to say, well, if you're not if you're not a hundred percent with what we're saying, then you're our enemy. You're on yeah. their side. And it's like, well, I don't want to be on. It's the, either or. No, you can't. You can't be a peacemaker. <laughs> that's what not sounds, your call. What sounds more like intolerable absolute truth. Yep. Then, then if you're not with us, you know you're against us. Well, the thing about See, love, I, I was if you won't about affirm you us, were, then you are against us. That's right? Yes. Yeah. When, when you were talking a, a little earlier about um, about people's concept of love and how it, it really is just something that people feel like if I tell you, "Oh, I'm being loving right now. I'm I'm loving you right now," then that is you're just supposed to accept that. Right. You know, I'm supposed to just be able to say I'm loving you, and that's all there is to it. I think it's worth a try, Juwan. If you want to just start insisting, I'm speaking love right now. Yeah. Like, if you just pad every comment with Instead that. Instead of truth, just swap the word truth. Let me know what happens. I'm just giving you love right now. Right. People don't care about the truth. They only care about whether it's loving. undistilled try love it. I support right the experiment. Let me know how it goes. <laughs> swap the word truth with love. That's why I wanted to say that they're inextricable. Yeah. And when they're, when they're both true when both things are true both things are are valid when they're when love is love and truth is truth they're both the same thing as a as a word person yeah and as a word person i support that like because words are a little bit malleable and fluid they're not they're imperfect and they're not going to always let us speak exact truth all the time only god is truth only god is perfect truth and only god is perfect love and so everything that we try to use to describe him is always going to fall a little bit short plus we've got all these different languages there's a thousand different ways to have the conversation that we're having right now if you speak other languages and dialects and so if you can find a way to convey the concepts of truth and love using a slightly different set of words to do it go for it like i think that's the whole reason god gave gave us brains and mouths and this ability to try to find ways to communicate his truth his love more clearly and if if one word makes more sense to a person than another as far as i'm concerned it's that intent and it's that that concept that you're trying to get at it is not necessarily the letters and the combination of letters that you use to say it does that make sense yeah Mm -hmm. yep yep that yeah you gotta. You've guys said that before. It's like I'm not responsible for how you feel about what I say, but right. I am responsible for making my message clear as possible. Yeah, yeah as, clear, as clear as possible. So that's something you got to think about. Oh, I want to take advantage too of this little break for because I think maybe sometimes when you guys get hate from people about the way you talk, I think maybe they think you guys are just on computers and shooting words at people and not mm-hmm. really. But I've seen uh, if you're listening to this. These people, the Branyans, they have fostered people. They've taken care of them. They have shown people love. So what they're out, if you see them on the internet, what they're out for is to destroy ideas, bad ideas. That's, there's a difference between uh, attacking ideas and attacking people. I think that's the, 
Maybe that's the truth without love. Right. Is like if you attack a person. Well, and like it's tricky think. because people are now identifying with, with their, their feelings. With their ideas. <laughs> right. <laughs> they now identify. This is who I am, says the kindergarten teacher. This you know, thing yeah. I think Mark, is who I am. That's, Mark says this in concerts a bunch now. Oh, yeah. And it's, I love the way he says it. He goes, yes, feelings are valid, but that doesn't mean they're true. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I, I love that because I'm like, yeah, the, and like There's when I would when I would them, feel bad they're... about something, and Jawan will do oh. the peacemaker thing and want me to see some something the other side of something, and I'm like, I don't care about the other <laughs> side right now. I feel <laughs> bad. Just, just hug just me or something. Yeah. I'm like, yes, I probably already know that whatever this is is true, but I just need a second, <laughs> right? And I don't need you to tell me what I already know. I just need you to hug me or something. Right. Just shut up. Well, and <laughs> just. just shut up. And just in our own lives, like with my sisters, we've just come to refer to that as I'm having a, one of those days or it's the thing. We just refer to it generically as the thing is happening where <laughs> I know logically what the truth is and yeah. still yet, despite yeah. all of that, I, my flesh is still doing I'm something I'm fighting else. right now. And I know that, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's going to take however long, a few hours, maybe even days for, for the feeling part to get in line, for the flesh to come yeah. under submission <laughs> of what I know to be true. And that's fine. A lot of people mistakenly think what I'm saying is you're not a real Christian if you ever have those oh, negative ew. feelings. That's yeah. not what I mean. Yeah. I mean, we have to learn to temper them yeah. and balance them and recognize them. And if you're saying, this is the cool part, I think. If you're saying, I'm having a bad day where I feel angry and sad and I'm in no mood whatsoever to hear true things, what you're saying is true. Is true. <laughs> you're speaking truth when you say, yeah. my flesh is out oh, of yeah. control right now and I'm aware of it. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, yeah. I'm not in a place to... Or even if you spoke it to me, I wouldn't be able to receive it. That right. kind of thing. Yeah. Right. But I if you that. say that, if you admitting. can identify that mood. Even if you say, I don't right. care about the truth, it's right. true. Right now, like yeah. I often say, obviously you don't I feel like I want to throw my kids out the window, you know, or I am just so short tempered right now. It seems like it'd be a great idea to just run away to a deserted island and never see any people again. Like, if you're just describing a feeling and you're bringing, you know, sort of other people's awareness to what you're experiencing in that moment, that's true. It does not mean you're correct to want to hurt right. somebody. It does not mean <laughs> that's you're not allowed the right to. Feeling. You yeah. don't get to pretend like you're both a boy and a girl, even if what you say is, I'm confused right now and I feel like I'm not sure what it means to be mm -hmm. a man or a woman, you know. That could be a true feeling. The problem is when we go awry by thinking that whatever we're feeling is indicative of reality, and it's not always. And everybody else has to react according to how we feel, right? Even because though, you can't. even though we can't even express it correctly. Right. So then, I guess uh, by that standard, you wouldn't ever be able, in the right way, to cheer anybody up. Well, you wouldn't try to like if somebody's sad. You wouldn't try trying to cheer them up is denying. Oh man, yeah, we make, we laugh at Mandy all the time when she gives her pep talks to people because yep. they're just terrible. They're, they're, they're no, no, bad pep they're, talks. Coming, they're coming for them now. Like that my sister, they are. They all are. I do is oh, I so outsiders listening to her give or a pep these talk. Just they're like, what is encouraging about this? Right? They just because it is encouraging the reminder that. You know, whatever you're feeling right now will pass eventually. You don't have to do anything. You can just watch like you're observing clouds rolling past in the sky. Just watch. You're not doing something wrong just by virtue of the fact that you've got anxiety or you've got a sense of mourning. My sister-in-law quit her job recently. She's like, 
I'm feeling like I made the worst mistake of my life. I'm like, okay. Like, <laughs> that's what they laugh uh-huh. about. Because, like, okay. you, you expect you're supposed to say, like, don't feel no, bad. It'll right. all be great. He never uh, tries to talk him out no, of it. It's He's fine. just like, okay. It. And it doesn't last as long when you recognize, oh, this feeling doesn't have to have power over all of my future decisions. Like, it will pass. Yeah. Okay, you're fine. It's good. That's funny. Yeah. And you, they come for that. <laughs> That's what they want me to say. I can see her having big feelings about it. She's like, man, this this job is easy now. She's say okay to everything. She was literally okay. crying on the Marco Polo video the other day. She's driving home. She's a hot mess. She's like, I just don't even know what I'm doing. I made the biggest mistake. I know I didn't, but I feel like I did. I just, just help. And you just <laughs> went, you just clicked and think of it. Okay. Yeah, that's it. it was slightly longer than that, but I clicked on it and I was like, okay, I love you. Okay. Um, just as a well, reminder, the you know, your feelings is, don't have to just feelings The irony is was we give so much weight to feelings, but if somebody felt like that, you're supposed to counteract that. Right. Right. Instead you're of the feeling. You're supposed to respond with the same this level is, of feeling. This is what I have said, Juwan, and you're going to understand this in a way that you maybe haven't thought about before. Maybe not. Because yeah. you're there right now. Yeah. I've explained to people who are emotional before, I am actually more respectful of your feelings than you, you are. are. I am actually more tolerant of and comfortable with your feelings than you are because, because you're, you're the being one, a drama queen right, right now. You're the one who's determined to make everybody else agree with you. Whereas I'm going to let you have those feelings wherever they are for however long you need to have them. Like I'll, I'll let you feel angry, feel sad, feel whatever. And I'm not going to try to make you change them because I don't think they matter that much in the grand scheme of things. It's you can have however long you need to yeah. feel how, whatever feelings you need. To huh? Feel. And it's so okay. maybe I'm doing something wrong here no. when Rory, oh. when a kid, I should say that. Well, I already said it. Rory, like we crying about something that yep. I'm like, this is not something to cry about. Well, I do, I do believe in teaching her the value of her tears. Like this isn't something worth. Right, and and sadness. it's worth mentioning too because I have a ten year old. Yours is twelve. Yeah. Holy cow! Oh my god! Yes, there are days where I will look at Cammy and she knows that she's out of control and i'll be like mm, it's the thing isn't it like we talk about the generic thing you got a lot of big feelings and she'll be like i don't know what to do and i'm like well okay as long as you're willing to acknowledge that this is not my fault and it's not you know your father's fault it's not your yeah. sibling's fault you're not allowed to be mean to your brothers and your sister while you're feeling the thing you're not allowed to blame uh, mom while you're feeling the thing if you can at least uh-huh. own that it is your thing it is your feelings then yes, you may go to your bed and cry if you need to. If you can't help it because it's just everything feels big, go have the big feelings in your bed. But there is a line that gets crossed where if I say, this is what we're going to do, you have to do school, even if you're doing it with tears coming out. And she says, no, like that's a disobedience thing. Or if she says, I can't because you... Blah, blah, blah. It's like, whoa, no, no, not budding feminist time. No, no, no. To, see, and that's my thing is I'm very black and white. I have no compassion or sympathy. Yeah. And so like I've, I've actually said that before. I go, hold on a second. Is what just happened my fault? Right. And right. She, she just looked at me. And I, and yeah, she realizes no. And I'm like, but then I'm mad because she's doing ah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm having the same thing. I'm yeah. doing the same thing. If she's not able to <laughs> express that this is just my feelings, I don't need to diagnose another person or blame another person yeah. for it, then I just let her cry. Hello. Here's Emmy. Hello. I am. Um. Anyway, we are, we're over an hour. This, is, oh, no. this has been Did a, the sound uh, go off? 
Did you do the sound no, every five oh, minutes? Oh, no, I forgot. Uh, Carl didn't have a choice. Let's see. We can do it now. Only 20 minutes Carl. late. Carl has a watch. There we go. <laughs> he knows it's been more than 45 minutes. So back up the podcast, 20 minutes, and, oh. uh, and then it. turn and us insert off. Insert this sound. This has been a pretty <laughs> typical conversation around the table. Like this. And it's not over just because we shut the podcast no, thing to. off. We haven't even talked about... We're uh, going to argue music. all night about this. <laughs> We're going to play some games. While playing some games. We're going to eat some more food that probably Ooh. isn't very good for us. Always. Mm-hmm. And, yes. and we would encourage you to do the same thing, Carl. Uh-huh. Get some people that you like yeah. around the table. And you solve know nothing. what? You need to ask them to add games. that word to the Fight, Laugh, Feast network. What? Fight, Laugh, Feast, play. Oh. But that's play. not... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fight, laugh, feast. We're feasting. Fluff. We've laughed, but the, but the play part is part that. Fight, laugh, feast, play. Yeah, I don't mm. know. Anyway, I don't know. What do you Love. think? What do you think, Carl? Fight. We're gonna start the uh, feast. <laughs> you start the music. No, that's not the right. You're <laughs> gonna screw up the. <laughs> this one. Well. Oh my gosh. Help us! Help us solve the well, world's it was a, problems. It was a good question. Email uh, us at what. What's the email? Next door, Next door at, at johnbrannion.com. Juwan always wants to talk about truth and love, by the way. Well, if you have if you have a question for uh, Juwan and Melody, you can also email us at nextdoor at johnbrannion.com, and we, we will pass that question We probably won't answer. I'm just kidding. No, you will. They'll, they'll, they'll talk to me. I have Juwan DeVivo's uh, telephone number on my cell phone. I can call him whenever what? I want. Yep. So. You don't have That's mine. true. I could get it. <laughs> okay. Actually, through Telegram, we do. I could get what? it. I could get a hold of Melody um, if I needed to. Sorry, Marco Polo. Oh, that's true. So, anyway, okay, we're going to go play games now, Carl. Sorry. Bye. 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 Thanks so much for visiting today, Carl. Join the Comedians family at the Fight, Laugh, Feast conference this September. More details at flfnetwork.com. We can't wait to meet all our new neighbors. 